Writing your oncology case report is a huge undertaking, and it's easy to make silly mistakes that can derail your entire writing process. That's why you need my brand new masterclass, the three-step framework for a finished case report. In this free masterclass, you'll learn three of the biggest mistakes to avoid when writing your case report, the secrets to actually finishing your case report, no matter the patient case you've chosen, and my proven three-step framework for starting and finishing your very own oncology case report. Save your seat today at theoncopt.com slash framework. Again, that's theoncopt.com slash framework. Welcome to the Onco PT Podcast, where you'll learn from oncology experts, practitioners, and patients to help you on your journey to become a confident and competent Onco PT. Here's your host, Elise Decker. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to the Onco PT Podcast. We are still celebrating the three year birthday of the Onco PT Podcast, which still feels crazy saying that out loud. I said that to my husband, Adrian, today, and his exact response was, woo, look at you. I didn't think that it had been that long. Well, Adrian, I feel the same. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. I did not have a long-term plan when I first hit record back in 2018. I knew I had information that I wanted to share with the Onco PT community, but beyond that, I was pretty much seeing where the wind would take me. Not the strategy that I would typically employ for my life, but for this passion project baby of mine, I think that it was good that the podcast kind of did its own thing. As I continued to record episodes, while I was figuring out what I wanted to do with it and what I wanted to get out of this experience. While I was recording these episodes, while I was now releasing podcast episodes, I was still trying to get my feet under me at the clinic. But I quickly found that I really enjoy learning from my podcast guests and I really enjoy sharing my oncology knowledge with others. And the best part of both of this, the most important part of all of this, was that both of these together seem to be helping me help my patients better. And once I felt like I wasn't drowning every day at the clinic, I started to think about how to share more information with more people so that others could get to this point faster than I did. So if you haven't listened to episode 160 at this point, I would encourage you to go back and listen to that. I really cover kind of how and why I started the Onco PT podcast. The Too Long Didn't Read Um, summary of all that is I struggled really, really significantly while transitioning from student into physical therapist in an oncology setting where I was the solo clinician. And I felt alone and overwhelmed and frustrated. And I also felt like if I felt this way, then other people did too. And maybe through the podcast, I could help people not feel alone, not feel frustrated, not feel overwhelmed, and maybe even help them help their patients uh, just a little bit better. So like I said, would highly recommend go back, listen to episode 160, and then come back and join us back here in episode 161. So around this time that I'm starting to get my feet underneath me at the clinic, I've got podcast episodes going. I'm doing different interviews. Some of my listeners, which was so exciting that I actually had 
listeners listening to the podcast semi-regularly, which is so cool, they started making suggestions. They had topics that they wanted to hear more about. They were asking questions. And what was really interesting is that they were asking some of the same questions. There were themes that were emerging in these questions and then these topic requests that kept coming up. And so these themes that were emerging really started to get my brain working. And after kicking around some ideas and mulling them over and kind of pushing them to the side because I really didn't know what the heck I was doing, about a year and a half of this, I finally created my very first eval course. And in this course, we talked all about how to do evaluations really well for some of the most common oncologic diagnoses that you see in an outpatient setting. And it was so fun. And I had a really wonderful cohort of the the first cohort of students, and it taught me a lot about courses and continuing education. Um, One of the big lessons I learned is how expensive it can be to have CEUs for your course. And so thankfully, I have to say, fast forward to now, I have a really wonderful CEU provider that I found with um, Katie O'Bright, Redefine Health Ed. This isn't an ad, but she has just been a saving grace, a literal rock star in helping with some of the other courses that we're working on. So anyways, I didn't know her. Um, I did not have her as an amazing resource when I first started this eval course, but I learned a lot of things through this process. And ultimately, during this experience, I knew that I wanted to do more of this. I knew I wanted to do more teaching, more sharing of information, but I didn't know exactly what that would look like. But like a few other times in this OncoPT journey that I'm on, the answer would soon find me. In spring of 2020, I started preparing for the Oncology Specialist Certification Exam with my study buddy, Amber. And you may be thinking, wow, that is a long time to prepare. You are absolutely right. The fact is, we didn't really know what we were doing. And I can speak for the both of us because we've had multiple conversations about this over the last almost two years now. We really didn't know what we were doing. That summer consisted of us meeting one to two times a week to go over various oncology physical therapy concepts, but our focus was entirely on the wrong stuff. We spent most of our time at first going over various cancer diagnoses, genetic conditions that can predispose a person to developing cancer, and then different treatments for all the different types of cancers. Some of this is important. Some of this is pertinent but not really all of the stuff that we were going over. It's really not what the specialist certification exam is supposed to test us over. And if you go through and you actually look at the the guides, like the description of specialty practice, we were completely on the wrong page. And it wasn't until that fall that we finally switched directions and focused on more of the right stuff that we should have actually been studying in the first place. That means that we spent roughly four to five months largely wasting our time. And looking back now, I cringe thinking of it. It makes me shudder thinking about how long it took us to finally get on the right track for preparing appropriately, effectively for the exam. Now, I can't get too worked up about it because we both did end up passing the exam on the first try. So that was good. However, 
I think, actually, I don't think, I know we could have done this with much less effort and stress on our part. I wish we had a real plan sooner. Surprisingly to us, once we started meeting with some fellow test takers in December, January, it was apparent that we were not the only ones who were lost. So for context, when you sign up to take the exam, so you submit your case report, you submit your application, your um, case report gets approved, application gets a go. About November, December, ABPTS will release a list of people who indicated on their application that they would like to be part of a study group. It is a one question thing on the application. So if you're wondering, I don't remember this, you may have missed it, which is okay. It's literally, I think, one question when we did our application and you can say, yes, I would like to be notified, you know, when the study group starts up or, you know, no, I would not. And I thought there would be a little more organization. It ends up, it was actually us that reached out to fellow test takers and then we organized a group. This wasn't something that ABPTS put together. It was us creating a study group from the list that they provided. And so it was surprising that when some of us started meeting up together, Amber and I were not the only ones who were lost. One of our colleagues, one of our fellow test takers, didn't even know about the 20 plus page resource list that you can find on the APTA Oncology website. And it is not because this person wasn't organized or wasn't prepared. This person was extraordinarily prepared and still didn't have all of the stuff that is recommended for taking this exam. There's so much information being thrown at you when you sign up for the exam. And sometimes it's even difficult or impossible to access it all. Plus, on top of that, at the time of this recording, that resource list that was that is compiled and is listed on the APTA Oncology website hasn't actually been updated since the first oncology specialist exam almost four years ago. Now, I'm not trying to completely like poo-poo on that list because that was created entirely, I think, by volunteers. That's obviously a very time-consuming process, but all this to say... Preparing for the oncology specialist certification exam can be very confusing and it can be very time consuming. About a month before taking the exam, we were deep in one of our study sessions and I asked Amber a question that I'd actually been mulling over in my head for quite a few months, but I hadn't actually said it out loud until then. I was kind of nervous what she was going to say, which is partially why it took me so long to actually ask her this question. What if we helped other people do this next year so that they don't waste their time like we did? Amber was immediately on board. And so we kind of pushed that idea to the side because we still had to make it through the exam. However, once we took the exam, we dove headfirst into this year-long process that has culminated in some really cool stuff. So first we dove into creating the crash, or excuse me, the case report crash course with our first launch, our first cohort starting in April of 2022. And we had a 
tremendous first cohort, really just engaged. And one person that we know for sure submitted their case report and didn't have to do any corrections. That's a really, really big deal. And I mean, what more could you ask for on the very first launch of a course. So we knew we were really on to some good stuff. We had some real gold that we were sitting on. And this success gave us the needed push to throw ourselves into creating the first oncology specialist certification preparation course, which we then aptly named the OncoPT exam prep course. And in this course, we guide students to crush the oncology specialist certification exam without wasting their time, their money, and their effort. This course has three pillars that truly equip students for effective preparation. We have comprehensive learning modules, we have a very supportive learning community, and ultimately our proven plan for success. We basically took out the stuff that we figured out did not work last year, we beefed up more of the stuff that really worked for us, and we added in the things that we wish we had when we were going through preparing for that exam. We've created truly comprehensive modules that cover the behemoth resource list from start to finish so that students don't have to track down every single article. That was probably my least favorite part of preparation. I enjoy reading articles, but not hundreds in the hopes that they are going to cover what I need to know for this exam. Again, hoping that maybe I will glean some information that will help me with this really scary exam coming up in the not too distant future. Our learning community has been one of the coolest aspects of the exam prep course. So we have this online learning community that is really engaging, it's really interactive, and it's in essence, a series of, I think, better organized forums where people can ask questions and post different, you know, we post different um, study prompts and study tips that students can then take and implement in their own studying as they're going along. And one of the really cool things to see out of this is that some students organize themselves into study groups on their own, all before we even, you know, gave them an, an inkling to do so. And they're now meeting regularly, much like Amber and I did last year. And I can very confidently say that they are on the right track of preparing light years before Amber and I were last year. It is so cool to see that they already have so much more figured out than what we did at this time last year. And probably one of my absolute, ooh, favorite parts of this entire course. One of the most impactful preparation that Amber and I did last year were the content expert sessions. And we actually brought those back for our exam prep course. So what this looks like is we have expert oncopts who specialize in particular almost subsections of oncology physical therapy. For example, pediatrics, outpatient, acute care, lymphedema, pelvic floor, and more. And these sessions truly saved my butt last year. I have a very vivid memory. I was sitting in one of the content expert sessions one week before my exam. I also don't recommend that, but say la vie. And this expert was talking about some of the important things regarding this specific subsection, the subspecialty, and this person asked a question, and I emphatically answered it wrong. 
And it was embarrassing. And it stung. And it made me panic because the exam was a week away. But then, a week later, I took the exam. And I encountered a question that happened to have that was discussing basically that same concept that that content expert was sharing with us. And I totally got that question right. I know that's not the only instance that that happened either. Who knows how many times that actually happened while I was taking the exam. And I just don't remember it because frankly, um, it was chaos. It was really long. I was really tired. And we learned a lot over those last few months. But like I said, that one moment really sticks out to me because it was so close to the actual exam. And I have a really, really distinct memory of that happening and thinking, holy crap, I'm so glad that I went to that content expert session. The first cohort of the OncoPT exam prep course has been absolutely incredible. And I would just like to say here, congrats to the students already. Y'all are crazy rushing it. You are working so hard and we are absolutely racing towards the 22 exam, 2022 exam, excuse me, in just a couple months. And while some of our students are taking the exam in 2023 or even beyond that, it is so cool to know that these students, even though they may not be taking it for a while, they are already ahead of the curve in their preparation. And from what our students have told us so far, having a plan to guide their preparation has saved them loads of time and loads of stress already. And we've still got about a month until the exam, which is so, so cool. In contrast to when I first started the podcast, I'm developing much more of a long-term plan for the OncoPT, including my past and my current courses. In 2022, I am relaunching my eval course. I'm bringing it back, y'all. I'm so excited, and I'm looking forward to welcoming new cohorts to our case report crash course and our exam prep course later in 2022. Plus, I've got a couple more things up my sleeves that I cannot wait to share with you throughout the new year. With all the excitement from 2021, It's been really encouraging to see that I'm still making a difference in the oncology physical therapy world, even though I stepped back from clinical work for a bit. If you'd like to hear more about that story, that experience, I did cover that in an interview that I did actually with my husband, uh, Adrian, in episode 151, where we talked about leaving our corporate jobs in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, Quite the experience, would highly recommend that. It was a really fun interview. It was a very reflective interview as we both... I think we're still working through some of those experiences. But anyways, highly encourage you. Check out that interview. It was a really good one. It felt, it was very cathartic in a way to be able to talk through that with my husband after like a year of reflection. So anyways, that for a while, stepping back from clinical work really contributed to a lot of self-doubt and almost like imposter syndrome that I had. I didn't feel like I could continue to contribute to make a difference in the world of oncology physical therapy if I wasn't actually seeing patients. When I know that's false, I know that is literally just my very negative self-talk coming out because I know that I have and I feel very confident in saying that. And I know that I still have a lot to continue to give and share. And I'm so thankful that 
you are continuing to support me and just encourage me throughout this really challenging year of, well, year and a half really of my life. And so all in all, these experiences have definitely clarified that I have a passion for teaching and I want to lean more into these opportunities because it gives me a lot of joy. I'd like to say thank you all again for your faith in me and your encouragement over the last year, the last year and a half, the last three years, heck. It's been tremendous receiving all of your support for the Onco PT. I wish you a very happy new year and here is to year four of the Onco PT. To celebrate the Onco PT's three-year birthday, I am doing a special giveaway. I'm giving away an Ask Me Anything coaching session, and all you have to do is give us your feedback. To enter the giveaway, we're asking you to rate the podcast on your podcast player, leave us a review, and then email us a screenshot of your review at hello at theoncopt.com. We will select two winners, and then we will air these Ask Me Anything coaching sessions on the podcast in 2022. So if you've ever wanted to be on the podcast, this is your chance to do so and to get to pick my brain in the process. Again, to enter the giveaway, rate the podcast, leave us a review, and then email a screenshot of your review to hello at theoncopt.com. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Onco PT Podcast. For more episodes, visit theoncopt.com.